Hello and welcome to Life of the Party. We are Nick's Rising Industries. I'm JD, your Dungeon Master. Are we ready to go? We are! Yes. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Two titles equal. We catch up with our adventurers, having fled the city of Sanskra, the Arakian guard, the copper-scaled, bronze-scaled, iron-scaled dragonborn from the city of Arrakis, chasing down Elise, their captain, uh, a female dragonborn named Kenra, who I'm not sure if you know in character, but we'll hand wave it, we'll chase you introduce herself. We, got uh, a, we somehow got a sense that her yeah, name was yeah. Kenra. She had like a little label in her <laughs> Hello, my name is Kendra. Please give me a good rating. <laughs> no, I'm Kendra. Please give me Elise. <laughs> no. Uh, after a fight with the Arakian guard and the eyes of Sanskra, you manage to escape from the tavern, the water snakes, and hide out in a carpenter's warehouse, interrogating Kendra, finding out some very personal information on Elise's crewmates and the status of them. Uh, before leaving her tied up, but safe and unharmed, mostly, uh, and escaping out of the back of the warehouse, fleeing the city, not before Elise hearing from her comrade Xander's, one of his pet bats, <laughs> named Zizi, passed on a message in his voice, reassuring her of her safety, and she that was... business is closed. <laughs> After that, they crossed the lagoon to the edge of the cliff walls, before climbing up a stair through the cliff, and emerging in a, like a hollowed out lot, this huge, huge tree in a temperate forest, with the rainforest um, alive around them. Adventure is you're in the log, in the forest, it's early morning, the trapdoor lies open in front of you, you've all got out and you're all hiding in the shade of this tree. Like inside of it, like inside this column, there are a few patches where the wood has decayed through fully and there are like beams of light coming in, sort of crisscross throughout the whole thing. Hell yeah. yeah. Astro is on his back, just lying in the morning dew <laughs> in one of the sun patches. Making leaf so, angels. <laughs> so happy. Yeah, it's kind of like mossy and mulchy here. Mm. It's all sort of built up around the trapdoor, which clearly to hide it initially. Oh, I have never been so happy to see a forest. <laughs> What's the climate? It feels warm and muggy, oh, um, but there's it's a similar temperature to the swamps maybe not as moist um it does feel warm um and you feel you feel solid ground beneath so you. more like jungle forest than like coniferous forest oh yes definitely yeah. definitely like rainforest even. yeah i wouldn't say like full full jungle um <coughs> but closer to that yeah um at least would have come out last still like pretty despondent um and noticing like the temperature, she'll start like undoing and seeing also that they're in like a forest or in like a remote place. She'll start like completely undoing the headscarf and taking off some parts of the new outfit she bought because mm -hmm. in this temperature it feels like a little yeah, bit too yeah. for her. <clears throat> yeah, Sanskrit was definitely cooler as the mist sort of shrouded everything and kept it away from the sun. You realise that it's very much still the height of summer. It's just that this pocket that Sanskrit is hiding away in somehow isolated from the heat. Me in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cold by any means, but it was just a different climate. I would like to get out uh, my my map that I was looking at. I was about to say you knew where you 
<laughs> yeah, you said you um, built for reference we And you said we could hear water, like a river and a yes, waterfall? Yes, so the waterfall. it there. sounds like it's coming from the east. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the waterfall is probably to your east. You can hear the rushing and crashing of water. Like laying the map out on the leaf mulch. Uh, if we can find that river, I can find our bearing. Right. I, can have, I can have a look first. Do we know where we're going? Well, Away. Elisa steps out from the like hollowed out tree and she's now just wearing like the tunic, like long sleeve tunic with the blue wraps around her arms mm -hmm. going up onto her hands and the trousers and she's like stuffing everything else back in her bag and she just says like, I, I need to say something. Um, Spit it out then. Looks around at all of you. I just, I just wanted to say that I'm, uh, I'm incredibly grateful that you all helped me back there. Especially you, you're about to do something, I don't know whether to call it brave or stupid, but incredibly <laughs> something for me. And, um, and you can all now see, hopefully, why I tried to give you the opportunity to get out and away from me and why I wanted to do and things on my own. And stop you there. We said we'd stick by you before we knew any of that, and I think we've proved that now. You're our friend. That thing with the artifact that you have mm -hmm. said that they stole it from you? Not them specifically, but it was... Arrakis stole it from you. Uh, not Arrakis, I don't think. Whoever gave it to them, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, it's a lot. And I it's just, yours now. It's mine now. Like it should have been. How do you know? But it should have been. Well, I said before, it belonged to my mother. Mm. My whole family was passed down, and then it was taken from her. Yeah. When it should have been kept and passed down to me. You've seen the way it dances so. around you during battle, so. Yeah. It seems to want to be with you. Yes. And I don't think it would actually even work for anyone else. So... So it's yours. So it's mine. Mm. I just... Thank you. And I didn't mean for you guys to end up getting hurt or endangered or kicked out of a very cool city that I really wish I could have stayed in for much longer. We did have three extra days paid for, but yes. <laughs> that's no problem. But I suppose it solves our problem of deciding whether we want to work for the Lady of Turquoise or not. Yes. <clears throat> it's okay. Anyway, you didn't plan for this. I was trying to. The second I found out there's dragon more in the city, I did absolutely everything I should have done, and it still wasn't good enough. So but hard it's done now, so. It doesn't matter, we can't change anything that's happened. I know. We just moved past it. And I have some information, which is what I was trying to find, so mm. that's something at least. And you have a promise from a friend. Yes. At least you know they're safe. Well, that friend at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't think they'd... I mean, I'm assuming she's telling the truth. I don't think they'd execute any of them, at least not until they find the artifact, which I didn't use in front of her, so she doesn't necessarily know that I have it. Mm. Why do they want it so bad if it wouldn't even work for them? Um, study. Yeah. 
that mm. leaves us the question of where we're heading next. I know where I'm going. Well, I, I said I would help you, and it seems only fair given that you were about to do something either incredibly brave or incredibly stupid <laughs> for me. So, but there's also things I still need to find and learn, and I don't know these lands at all, and you guys seem to, or at least you seem to. I know a fair amount. What's the nearest city to here? Lakeside, it's north of here. We can follow the river, we can find the lake. Uh, how big is that town? It's a trade hub, it's fairly large. Would they have, do they have a mage college or a temple or They should have something? a temple. I don't believe they have a college. Okay. Okay, that works, I think. I unfortunately didn't get any information that I needed in Sanskrit, so I, I have to move. Okay. A little faster. Um, Your thing is, I'm assuming, time sensitive. It's something. We should find the river. I start strolling off towards the mm-hmm. sound of the water. Okay, okay. It's, it takes you a few minutes, but you do find not a path, but marks of people passing through. Snap twigs, old sort of indents where footprints were, and sort of a a slightly trodden mark. You follow the trees eastward about a hundred meters. You come out the tree line to seeing the river. Probably spans 40, 50 meters across, even wide at this point, and churning fast. You see it goes abruptly over the sheer edge of the cliff, and chunks of rock are poking up out of the edge. Looking out over to the waterfall from where you are, you just see cloud of mist. You can't see far down past the waterfall at all. There's a large flat rock, almost exactly where you are, almost coming off the path, which sort of juts out over the river and sits out over like five feet or so. Well, that'll be Sanskrit down there in the mist. Yeah. And this river, which I'm assuming is vaguely marked on. There is a line that there. marks down of the river. Yeah. There's no mention of a waterfall, it seems to just drift off. So I'm gonna lay out the map for everyone mm. and, um, also, at the same time, quickly mark a waterfall where we are. Okay, um, okay. Oh, you um, sat down like on the rock? Yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to say, do you want a hand marking out the route that we took? Because Astra's got the ability to help you with that. Uh, maybe later. I'm not really yeah. doing that now. I'm just kind of marking where cool. we are. But if we follow this river or follow northward, you can see the, the lake at the top, which is called Lake Felric. And then we'll find a few towns and, and lakeside further north of that. There's other mm. towns before lakeside. Mm. Small ones, but... Is Lakeside the one you need to get to? Not necessarily. Find information there, do you think? I'm going to find more information there than I am in a jungle. Um, do you think... I know Sanskara seems like it's very insular and keeps to itself, but do you think they have any contact with that? Do you think it, the Dragonborn might also be looking for me there? In Lakeside or those other towns? Do they contact... At least I, I can't say. I don't imagine Sanskara specifically would contact them, but... I'm sure Arrakis and Lakeside have some communication. But also if your dragonborn friends were still in Sanskrit... Not friends. It's just a term of speech. Then maybe they haven't made it that far, so you But they might have sent other people to other places. Well, it's going to be a risk we have to take everywhere we I know, I know, I'm just... I, like I said, I'm not familiar with anywhere. Chin up and head down. We'll be alright asking questions, because I'd like to know as much as I can and feel like I'm... Lacking in that right now. Don't be so hard on yourself, you know? 
She just kind of smiles at Bobbin. <laughs> As you sit down, um, you place yourself on this rock, and there's plenty of space for it. It's probably like 10 feet across. Bobbin, you sort of put your hands down to support yourself, and your fingers go down like a small crack, and you feel something smooth. We hold hands. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. Um, what do you mean something sort of smooth? So like where there's like like a fissure, like a crack in the rock. Yeah. You sort of like just uh, as you're sitting down, like your nails like slightly slide into it, and you feel there's like a ding. Can I tell from any type of like nature's? Or survival check. What? You can make an investigation is. check. Yeah, investigation check. Investigate that First weird squishy thing. <laughs> well, eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, you get off and you move off. You're able to see like slightly down the crack. You see like slightly glimmers off it. You can't really fully make out what it is. You're able to sort of like, follow the crack along to the other side of the rock and sort of peer mm. down. Mm. And you might be able to like. Reach your hand into it, into this fissure. What are you doing? Mm. <laughs> There's something in the rocks, I think. There's something in the rock. Mm. I don't know. The rock's kind of soft. That don't no, 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 right. no. It's not soft. It's just a different texture. Oh, okay. It is like, like the rock is like like coarse and feels like stone, but this feels much smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rock isn't soft. Smooth rock. <laughs> to try and get hands into it. Or you can use page hand to pull it out so you don't have to touch it in case it's something weird. Yeah, actually, that might be a better idea than putting Definitely. my hand in it. Use page hand. Okay, okay. You get off and you. This ghostly projection of your of your hand comes off and goes down the fissure and. Boom! I don't like that. A gas starts gas? fissuring out. I'd like you all to make constitution save. Can I cast gas? That's a reaction. Wait. Uh, oh, hang on, is that. You can afterwards, but it has dissipated out first of all. Okay. But yeah, you can do that immediately afterwards. Oh, okay. What was that? Sorry, Constitution. Yes, please. I'm putting this scarf over my mouth. Twenty-five. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> Fourteen. Nat one. Ooh, <laughs> eight. Ten. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Twenty-five. Okay. You three take. Good <laughs> <to> work, <laughs> You three take fifteen points. You take seven <laughs> points of damage. Oh boy. Of poison wow. damage. Oh, As this gas. I immediately step back and cast Gust yes. disperses. Disperses away with the bottle. Boom! Does pull out. You imagine that would probably have been a lot worse if you'd had your face in there, as it sort of came out mostly out of the like out of the fissure, like where you're pulling it out of. Mm-hmm. But some did sort of spew out the crack at the top. So yeah, you probably got the better end of that by pulling yeah. it out with Mage Hand. <laughs> and that's what Mage Hand is for. <laughs> and it. Boom, pops out and it's held in this spectral floating hand. You see a small clear bottle about five inches long. We what seems to be the model of a ship inside. What is that? And why is it poison? Like rotate it in the mage hand before yeah, I touch yeah, it. It's like um, it looks like a single masted narrow ship. Like a, a sea ship, not an airship. Uh I like a sailing ship, yes, okay. but does not look like a Big like frigate galleon or anything. It looks like a small cutter. Is there any magic coming off of this? I can identify it. Give me some time. Sure. Yeah. Is um, everyone alright from that? Not particularly. I'm feeling very faint after that. Yeah, you just sit down for a moment. I'm just gonna yeah. take a stroll a few minutes up river and have a look around. Um, oh, thanks so much. Do you want a hand? Yeah. We need to watch each other's back. 
Okay. We learned from Sanskrit that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. You sit down and begin tracing out in chalks and and incense the ritual that you need to on this stone, sort of overlooking the waterfall with the sounds of the jungle and the forest and the river before you. You're able to easily slip into this trance where you identify this item. Before we go into that, what are you doing? Just okay. having having a perceive a little further up the river. Yeah, okay, okay. You walk up the banks of the river, um, you hear the sounds of wildlife, although you don't see much more than like large insects okay. sort of flitting around like big aphids and like some centipedes like scurrying across, a couple of fish like jumping out of the river and, and a couple of frogs on the bank. Okay. Are you alright? I'm a little frustrated. Everything or just nothing? Mostly at the Iraqi and Captain knowing who I was. I don't know, I have a time limit on what I'm trying to do and now I'm starting to feel the burden of it. And are you holding up after what she did to her eyes last night? I don't feel great about it, I'll be honest. Rather wish I hadn't. <laughs> you acted on impulse. It happens. I acted like an idiot. <laughs> I should do better than that. We've all acted like idiots at some point. Yes, well, like don't I, be too hard. I should do better than that. Don't be too hard on yourself. Say that. For you're still a person. We just gotta keep on going, don't we? Hmm. There's no point dwelling on any of it. Nope. I got you back. I sit back to the others. As we're walking back, I just want to be looking at the map and trying to gauge the distance. So, the distance across the map from Jenix Village to the waterfall. Okay. And the distance from where we are now to Lakeside. Okay. So, to gauge how many days it's going to take us to get there. Make an intelligence check. Oh, good. Um, well, when these guys are sort of walking back towards us, I'd like to turn to Sariel and say, um, care to scout with me the other way for a moment? Of course. That's a lemon bubble. Okay, thank you. And just wander off in the sort of opposite direction, back into the tree line with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I think she stabs you. <laughs> <laughs> They're both the second time on this <laughs> It's fine, ice knife never hits. <laughs> <laughs> You're not You're not okay, so it was probably uh, US made between 180 and 200 miles from uh, Jennings Village. To Sandsboro? Yes. Okay. And da, 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 the other way. Um, so where are you trying to get to now? Lakeside. Lakeside, okay. And like a counterfeit that will probably have to walk around the outside of the lake. It's probably the same, if not a little bit further. So like maybe two hundred fifty. Fifty, okay. No. Just whenever we're sort of out of earshot of the others, just kind of turn around and. You may think this strange for me to say, but I'm not always one to cry. However, I 
can't help but notice your reactions to certain things that we have encountered in our travels thus far. And I'm not going to ask you why, and I'm not going to get you to spill your secrets to me. I just want to check that you're alright, and that if you need a hand with anything, you can just ask. She sort of considers your words for a bit. I really do appreciate that, especially coming from you. I'm not as cold-hearted as people may expect, I'm just practical. And I feel like you are a survivalist, Sariel. You can say that. And I would like to be able to survive with someone that I might be able to genuinely call friend. (laughs) (laughs) You can genuinely call me your friend. We'll see. But for now, are you okay? She thinks about it again. There's something I need to do tonight which will hopefully help. Well, if you need a hand or if you just need privacy, I'm your man. Ah, the two prickly party members. I'm so soft right now. Nice. Good Okay. Okay. You identified them. That's what you Yeah, so Elise would have sat down on the rock. After Renard kind of snapped at her, she's kind of like in a bit of a mood again now. Complete the ritual a bit. Mm, unfocused and the rest of you watch as the boat sort of spirals up on this blue mist floating in front of Elise sort of this blue smoke just sort of drifting off in little archways and arms and some of them reach into Elise and breathe it in and then she puts out her hands and it floats down and this is a real boat inside this bottle and this ship in a bottle, if you were to smash the bottle, it would grow. You're not able to gain much more of an enchantment, but the other level of it uh, that you understand is that kept within that is essentially an infinite loop. There's another version of the bottle inside. So when you open, when you open it up, you'll find this exact model in the galley of the ship. You won't be able to have infinite because when you go inside and um, sorry, and it'll be the empty bottle. Infinite the empty bottle. <laughs> when you take the cork off, it'll still. Ah, okay. Yeah. And basically, so anything living cool. still on it will be shunted off. And the ship. <laughs> has Elise ever encountered any kind of spell or anything like ever this in her life? She's just. This is reality bending. Yeah. It literally bends so space cool. around it. She is, is cool. like just completely speechless and she's just staring at this bottle mm. in just complete awe and wonder and is trying to recall if anyone has ever told her about any kind of enchantment or spell like this ever and she just can't. She's just like... It's pretty high level magic. She, I, well, not, not that she doesn't know of high level magic, it's also a very different school of magic. To yeah. And this seems to kind of brighten her mood a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, she's just sat there staring at it in wonder. Mm -hmm. mm. Eat it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bubble and Ghost is next to her. Why'd you fight him? Bubble. Mm -hmm. Bubble. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this, it's amazing. I've never seen anything like it in my life. A ship? A bottle. <laughs> I lived on a ship. Come on guys. All of you are sort of conglomerated back at the rock as well. So, if I were to open this bottle right now, mm. do I know whether I would have to cast any spell or does it just happen? You should break the bottle. If I were to open or break this bottle, the ship in here would become a real life-size ship. Walking what? ship. Yes. What? And then, so inside we would find another bottle and then if we close the bottle the ship would go back inside that bottle. So essentially we have a transportable infinite ship. That's incredible. That's so cool. <laughs> I think this is worth breathing in a little bit of poisonous gas when I need at some point to get to Arrakis. But why was there gas in there in the first place? Well, it's obviously stored. A trap Maybe to keep it, it safe? It Do I have any inkling of where this thing might have come from or what kind of person might be able to make it? You don't now, no. Well, I imagine probably going in the ship may give you some clues. Well, I was coming back to tell you I've, I've looked at the map and it's a little bit further to Lakeside than it was from Genix Village to Sanskrit, so about 250 miles, but this will make it a lot faster. We can go straight across the lake. We can probably cover the ground in twice the time. Can we? Half the time. Can we, like, work a ship that big with just six of us? Would I know, of, because of my other vehicle proficiency, am I able to operate a sailing ship? Probably not well. You'd understand some uh, basic elements of it. I can. Um, I my know. mother used to be a sailor. Oh, I have some experience I with. Give instruction. I know what to do. Airships, you might have assumed. So, together, I'm sure. I've been on a boat once. <laughs> <laughs> on the one that took us here. <laughs> yeah, I can probably give enough instruction for us to sail this together. Well, let's fucking do it then. But Wait before we go. Uh, I take out all the items I found. Mm -hmm. The um, so there's the javelin of lightning. And the black rose potion. And oh, we all took glowing moss and the sunscrub seaweed stuff, didn't we? Mm. Um, so you're the only one of us who uses weapons, really. So I try to hand you the javelin. What does it do? This is um, <laughs> this is also incredibly cool. So this uh, it's a magical javelin, and when you hurl it and speak its command word, it turns into a bolt of lightning. Do we know its command word? Oh, do I? Uh, it's inscribed on there. What? It's essentially the word for lightning in Auron. You didn't say that last time. <laughs> so I would be able to read that, but I wouldn't know. You could dialect. Necessarily. It's like yeah. another form. Is it another, like Aquan or uh, Yeah, they're, they're all the same language, just different dialects. So yeah, yeah, you'd be able to read it. Um, yeah, I can read it. It just says it's the word for lightning. Mm -hmm. So it's magical. Yeah. Mm. Really useful. They give you another option for ranged fighting. It's very powerful. At least it's right. It looks really cool. <laughs> Imagine hurling a ball of lightning from your hand. Like I do. I don't really want to. I'll take it for now. 
Why do you seem so hesitant? His Highness doesn't like magic. Wow, okay. <laughs> you have expressed your distaste for the stuff before. Is that what you were talking about when we were... when we were talking up in the flooded hills? I don't like magic. I think I've made it quite clear that I don't like magic. You use magic. <sighs> We've all seen you. Sorry, I'm just trying to understand. I thought you'd be excited about this. Being able to use magic is not the same as wanting to. But I'll take it. Well, I'm just going to take it off at least and put it on my back. Okay. Also, are we all just choosing to acknowledge the prince thing but not talk about it, or...? The what thing? The prince thing? It didn't seem like he wanted to talk about it. Is that what all that kerfuffle was in the bathhouse? I knew you weren't a fucking mercenary. I fucking knew it! I saw that signet ring in Miratale. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter out here anyway, does it? So... Is that related to the person you're looking for? I didn't want to have this conversation right now. It's fine, you don't have Let's to. Let's not it's have just... the conversation then. Let's just keep going. Whilst we've been sat here, has it been like enough for a short rest, by the way, for these ones to get... Not currently, but no, you could sit there and take a short rest. Because yes, That's an hour. Oh, yeah. hmm. um, so anyway, the other thing, the other item, moving on. Moving on. We've just got out of so, a long rest. This, <laughs> um, this, uh, this potion. Um, it's only one use, only one of us would be able to use it, but it lets you see in magical darkness as opposed to regular darkness. Hmm. That's useful. Can't see in any so. darkness. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't really know who should keep hold of it, but it's only good for one use, and even those of us who can see in the dark can benefit from it. No, that's true, take it. You're the most careful with your bag. Sure. I just feel like that's something mm. we shouldn't lose. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But we should get moving because... Yes. Um, yes, we should. I need to get to some other form of civilization as quickly as possible. Uh, I do as well, so yeah, let's, let's do this. Mm. Is everyone else okay? Mm. As long as we take it carefully, I think these ones are hurt a little bit from that gas. Okay. Mm. Elise, are you okay? You seem quite shaken through the whole thing. I I just kind of noticed you've been crying a lot through the whole fight. And it was quite an upsetting fight, but I don't feel like you're okay. Does it hurt when your skin does that? No. Uh, that wasn't why I was crying. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I don't mean to pry, I just get worried. I'm not okay. I haven't been okay for a very long time. In fact, I don't think I've been okay since even before I met all of you. And uh, I... Uh, I destroyed the only home I ever had. It was my fault. So, yeah, there's that. Yes. You don't remember exactly what happened. No. There's no way to tell that what she was saying was the whole truth. That's true. And I don't know how much I do believe her, but... 
she had no reason. I don't know. I don't know. But your friends are alive. Yes. Well, assuming that she was telling the truth, my friends are alive. I'm inclined to believe she was. And you had that really huge bat come and say hello. It is he did speak. In a oh actual voice. That was grotesque. Zizi <laughs> is adorable. No, when it spoke with a man's voice. <laughs> Xander is also adorable, so... Well, speak for yourself. Um, I just... It, it, it constantly feels like there's... Like, my mind is moving too fast and I can't slow it down. Like, there's just a million different things I have to think about at all times, and it's too much. You know? Well then just yeah. choose what the next step is and concentrate on it. That's what I've been trying to do. That's what I was trying to do in Sanskrit. But you want a temple? It would be potentially useful. Then let's stop sitting around. No one ever got anything done by sitting around moping, so... Exactly. I'll be fine. I have to be fine. I don't have a choice, so... It's okay to not be fine. You can just lean on each other, you know? That's what friends are for. Take the weight off. She genuinely smiles a little bit. <laughs> like, it's not a sarcastic smile anymore. She's just, but it's like, kind of inward to herself. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, let's get moving. Yeah. Everyone good to go? Yes. Yes. I just hold up the bottle and I'm just like, now? O over the water, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why, like, so the river's like like 40 meters wide and the stones going out over one bank is going out like two, three meters. Someone clearly left this here for this to be there. Yeah, launch off. Yeah, so I'll just run up to the top of the rock and I'll... It smashes and you see the glass hover in midair for a second before the shockwave emerges from it. You see the glass shards just turn to dust. A flash of light so bright you have to turn your eyes away. And then and you hear the, the splash as the model drops into the water. You're able to open your eyes and focus and then you're... The sound of wood creaking and groaning. You watch as the ship swells and grows. The water's rolling out in waves from it. It takes about 10 seconds before it stops fully, well it slows down for um, fully stopping. And a ship, probably seven, eight meters in length, two or three wide, with one singular mast coming up, sits in the river before you, gently rocking on the waves it's created. It sort of be begins to drift slightly over to the side with the current of the ship. Oh, sorry, with the current of the river. Over the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> You've still got a fair bit of space. Oh, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of blocked off by the rock. It will hit the rock before okay. going anywhere. Um, it's all bobs and waves. It's this very, very light, almost like birchwoody silver colour. It's well made, but unadorned. Completely unadorned. There's no decoration or revelry or anything. A name? Yeah, is there you a don't name see any name tag. Any marking? Or you don't see any markings on it at all. Any mast? Like you do. There, so there's uh, the main mast and then the prow mast coming out of front. There is a slightly raised section about a foot or two um, at the rear of the ship, aft of the ship, on the steering wheel. And um, you see there is there are entrances to a cabin underneath. It doesn't look particularly roomy. Like, it's not like you could all get in a cabin at the back of the ship. There's probably accommodation 
inside, where it gently rocks. Elise just has this expression of complete awe on her face. Like, yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> it's not that I thought you were lying, but I thought that sounded a bit too good to be true. Somebody so needs to grab the bell line before that thing goes over the waterfall. Oh, yeah. Right! <laughs> so do you think this boat might have belonged to the people they were smuggling? Turkwood? Yeah. Quite possibly. I don't care. Can I just run straight onto the ship? now. You take a run, jump off the rock and BOOM! Land on the deck and it wobbles and it takes a second to get your sea legs. But you run, you look and at the prow there is a small anchor and you're able to unchain it and throw it off and it loops and sinks underneath the rock and boat tugs against it. Now I'm jumping on after. <laughs> it does lap against the waves, but it stays where it is. Um, we all jump in. Very reluctantly standing at the edge of the rock, looking at the boat like, I just kind of hold my hand out for Ren. Not in like a take my hand way, but just in a kind of like, I'm grab my hand, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Grab, grab my hand, grab my hand. <laughs> take my strong hand. <laughs> after a few moments, I'm going to take the least hand and clamp down on the boat. Okay. Yeah. And just have a big like, Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. With all of you on, it does sink a little bit lower in the water. It, to those of you that know ships, this is a fast ship. It is sleek. It is yes. narrow. You look, and it is just made for speed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Made it's, for speed. <laughs> it doesn't look particularly sturdy. You don't see any weaponry on board. But it just looks like you're just. Yeah, we're the weapons. <laughs> I'm gonna um, take off the scrap fabric that's around my lower part of my face and yeah. hold it up to the wind to see which way the wind's going. Uh, the wind is blowing sort of northeasterly. Cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> At least it's still just kind of like looking around. And just... mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we should get this thing sailing. Yeah. Uh, um, I know airships, but I don't know sailing ships. But yeah. You have the vague principles between the two of you. Yeah. yeah. Fine. I've <coughs> quite a lot in my life. Yeah. 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 But because uh, Renard has proficiency oh, in water vehicles. But yeah, that'll certainly help. Yeah. Um, <coughs> just scared of the water. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Uh, I'm going to start giving instructions on how to get the sails unfurled then. Bobble and follows them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big yeah. follow. Well, this is a lot safer. It's very yeah. different from a farm. <laughs> if we want to raise the anchor again, we can get underway. Yeah. You're able to pull it, wind it in, it's just a little crank at the front, pull the line from the rear and it falls and the boom like snapping it into place. The wind hits it instantly, propels you forward, you feel your knee is buckled, it surges, but then you're able to take control. Renard, you stand behind the wheel and it takes you a while to, 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 yeah, sorry, the wheel, to get used to it, but you're able to sort of begin cutting a zigzag up the river. As you're crossing over to one side, switching the sheet over, and the boom <laughs> swims round, and you catch the wind and cross up. All of you in silence for a, a few minutes as <laughs> you kind of take this all in. This is, this is gonna work. <clears throat> you just said there's an underneath area? Yeah, yeah. You go down, and there are almost like, um, not couches or sofas, but like long seats built into the side. Um, of the like, like the hole below, looks like it could probably ac <coughs> accommodate you all the time, and then maybe one or two more, but not particularly comfortably. Yeah, it's not a place to camp. No, no, like you could all sleep down there, but it's actually one long room. I mean, it would be if people are on watch. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. And someone would be sitting. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, you do see there's a, like a low table in the middle. There are various sailing accommodation supplies. Um, you look, you do see there is a trap door which has been left half open and clearly you can see, bless you, when you hang it over where it should be, it drops into place and sparkles and just the line, the seam of wood just disappears completely. Only by knowing exactly where it is and pushing on these few planks of wood does it appear. So it's like a hidden safety deposit box. So we could hide things in here if we need to. Is there anything hidden in there already? Would I know whether if we put something in there and then put the ship back in the bottle, it would stay in there safe or would it get expelled? Nothing living can stay. Mm -hmm. But we could put objects in there and it could stay safe yeah. in there. Yeah. As long as it fits within the confines. Can I have a look and see if there's yeah. something in there? You head down and you're able to get down up to about your waist. You find, first of all, um, a number of like pennants and flags all in different colours, bearing different insignias, most of which you don't recognise. You do see one of Lady Turquoise, the fist with the wreath and the knife, but several others, like, like 10, 12 others, you don't recognise. You pull out a number of different nameplates. Um, it says Sundew, Chance and Hope, Alcantara, the Duke of the Clouds, Cali. Um, more false flags. You find you're gonna have to send us that list yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> you find what seem to be sort of like gourds or bladders, which are about the size of like a beach ball, um, and seem to be inflated with air. Pretty much sure there is like a seal at the top, oh, okay. but it looks like it's been sealed up with gum. So it's like a flotation. Kind of. Maybe. Yeah. You can make an investigation check. Yeah, I'll do that. Pike has definitely farted. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so let's sneak you in. No. Is there anything good down there? Five. So maybe not. Can't determine what they're for. They're buoyant for sure and they're sealed up. Yeah. Um, they look to be like a, a natural material. You can't really determine what it is. Kind of leathery, kind of rubbery. And then you're sealed at the top with something. But yeah, definitely full of air. You're able to squeeze it a little bit. There is a catch at the top where rope can be put through. You can't really determine the purpose. Okay. Maybe for flotation. Mm. What do all these flags mean, though? It means we can be any ship. We can masquerade we can as anything. Allied anyone. with anyone. Mm. People might let us through more easily with certain ones. I don't. Am I familiar with any of those insignias? The, that's the only one you recognise is the one of Lady Taekwondo. Yeah, I don't know what any of these. Uh, yeah, I don't know what any of these are, but I'm assuming. Are you guys doing this under deck? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I assume well, you don't recognise any of them either, Sariel. Do I? Mm. Not sure if it's a good or bad idea or not to have that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the ship is probably hers. Uh, yeah, um, she'll I probably want it back. That one. Um, maybe Ren will know. He seems to know. We can take more about yeah. this area mm -hmm. than any of us. And also, I'm like perfectly happy to allow other people to take a short rest and to just like work mm -hmm. on the ship. Yeah, like okay. at least very much wants to work on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you bring them up. You, you don't recognise the pennants either. Okay. Um, besides one laid turquoise, but you see a sun, a starry night sky, and um, what seems to just be uh, like red chevrons, um, one that seems to be a horse's front hindquarters with uh, like like a fish's rear hindquarters, like a, like a white one on a blue background. Like it is uh, an animal, but I can't remember what it's called. Horse I guess with what... a fish's. That's a Capricorn. A kelpie, isn't it? Yes, a kelpie. That's it. Ah. That's it. But it's nothing to do with me. Okay. It doesn't. It okay. doesn't seem familiar. Like 
the animal like you recognize but yeah yeah no, it didn't seem like okay would it be useful for us to fly any of these in particular they don't seem to be related to any towns or anything that i know of um she <coughs> she was of shadeborn uh, lakeside and shadeborn have a tentative link i don't mm. know whether this means anything to them but at the moment i'd suggest we don't fly any of them any of them that's what i thought that's Probably used if she is smuggling to get around to different places under yeah. different ship names. Do you know what any of these are? Are they They're cities or groups? cities, or to my knowledge, no. Mm. Okay. Um, maybe different pens. I suppose different groups, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I hope she doesn't catch up with us because I want to keep this. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it back in the bottle. Put it back in your pocket, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, oh yeah, and one of the things you do see the empty bottle down in like, like a little like alcove bit yeah. towards the after the ship. If anyone is taking the short rest, then I'm gonna actually do my jungle rest again for the first time for oh, a while, okay. which yeah. means that you get an extra extra d6 of hit points back. Mm-hmm. So are these four below decks now then resting? Oh yes, you I mean you can rest on top as well. Yeah, I'll yeah, be on I think top. I'll rest on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ren takes command of the ship steering it um, from the helm, so sort of angling at like a 45 degree angle, cutting across from one side of the river, and when he gets to the other side, pulling one line, of the bo- instructing you, the crew, pulling one line, the boom swings over, you all kind of have to duck underneath it, it's a big like heavy beam like swings over. The sails turn to the other side, and the wind catches it from the other side and pushes it. You can't, because the wind isn't with you, you can't go straight up the river. You do have to kind of zigzag to catch the best wind. And, but you find your rhythm, and you find your sea legs between you. You do see schools of fish who are sort of <laughs> jumping out of the river and hear the occasional like cry of a bird or a reptile from within the forest. The sun is just peeking over the tree line. Um, can I perceive anything, anything that isn't just forest? Is it just forest? Currently, no. Okay. Currently, no. But you do keep an eye out, and like it breaks in patches at points, but you don't see any points of like civilization or mm. anything by this point. As beautiful as Sanskrit was, I missed the sun. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> it's a lot more pleasant. It's nice to be able to see the sky again. Mm. And feel the wind. I've missed this kind of water. <laughs> you notice, like, whenever Elise is on the side of the boat, like, handling the ropes or whatever, like, she's kind of, like, almost basking in the fact that her hair is blowing in the wind again, and it's just, like, it's such a familiar feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Are any of you else doing anything throughout the day? Okay. <laughs> I guess I would eventually take a short rest to recover some Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, so I get. Um, eight hit points back, and I think I'd only lost seven anyway. So cool. Yes. Back to um, I would just be dr- doodling in my journal, um, mm-hmm. drawing and writing, and then doing my bag business again yeah. when I finish my okay. instrument. Okay. Yeah, Sarah's going to be doing something similar, like looking through her stuff, mm-hmm. like sort of taking stock of what she has and sort of making mental notes like of things that she needs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to watch the water at the back of the boat and vibe with it. Just vibing. <laughs> While I'm taking my short rest, uh, can I climb up the mast? There's not, um, there isn't like a like a crow's nest or anything, um, and there isn't any rigging going up. There are lines going up, 
you could climb, but after like a meter or two, it's gonna start probably because wobbling. of the way we're sailing as well. We're gonna be like slightly uh, side, yeah, short time, and then we're going to the other side, so you can probably get thrown off. Uh, okay. she would have noticed. Just to sit somewhere high up. <laughs> uh, well, then there's the the prow coming out. You could sit on the end of that. Probably. You're gonna make me roll to if I no. see if I fall off. <laughs> now you should. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. Make a dex check. <laughs> I'll say you're able to. I will go and safely sit on there. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the highest point. That's during which rest I go sit there and um, take out the arcane focus finally, mm-hmm. turn it over in my hands, and um, I. Uh, I will expand our first level spells. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Are> you sure? <laughs> I sure. Um, well, no. First, I will try and make a connection with it with okay, just yeah. base magic. Um, how, how long are you spending? Like this is like my short rest, basically. Is I'm just like Spend chilling out doing this. Okay. I'm like sort of like toying with it again and trying to and speaking in Fulgan. Are you still watching over me? Okay. Yeah. Sit down on the prow and get used to the rocking, the dipping, riding the peaks and troughs, and it lulls you and comforts you almost into this hypnotic pattern. And as you do, you swing the focus around the handle. And feel like the wind push past you, and almost feel like it pushes you through something. and the light that was streaming onto your closed eyes dims and you feel almost like clouds come from the periphery of your vision and darken you open your eyes and you're not on the prow of the ship anymore you're on the prow of a ship still familiar but the wind is now howling through your hair you look around you see you look behind you you see familiar red sails crimson streaked with gold Above you, an endless sky below, and clouds of purple and black and blue wreathing across the sky, twisting and cavorting and turning. Inside the clouds, silhouettes in black of shapes, of towers and buildings and people perhaps, and movement and sparks of combat. And you look back to the front, and a familiar humanoid shape has coalesced out of the cloud, just sort of head, shoulders, torso-ish, like a rough shape, but two sparking gems where its eyes would be. It doesn't have a mouth, mouth doesn't open, but you hear a voice half in your head, half in rolling thunder. It says, I see your pain, child, and I see you. With each day that passes, each wielding of the storm soul, you grow more visible to me. I know you worry for your family. I hear you when you call to me through this gate. I see three on a dragon's rock in the ocean wide, held in a hole but alive. And together, there are others who were with you that day, hidden from my view under cloud as you partially were. Are these, um, stands? She's like drawn to it. Mm-hmm. You stand and you realize that the ship is no longer underneath you. You're 
floating free in air, the wind still howling around you but keeping you in place. I look down on my hands. What do they look like? They shift from your skin colour to this purplish blue to back to your normal colour and sort of shimmer and as you look at them they focus back to your colour. And then I look up at it and I just ask Did you speak to the others as well? The ones who had it before me? No. Who are you? I am a being born of this plane. They call me Shachrivar. Elise, you are more than you think, but you are not all that you know. I saw you first, wreathed in chains of the storm, tearing open a gate to my world with your fury and fists. Not long ago, but I see a familiarity in you that I cannot place. She's just kind of stunned into silence for a moment and um, so am I. <laughs> My time is short. Can you help, can you help me find them? No, but you can find them if you seek answers. Look for worshippers of the Lady Cord. They know more than I can explain in this brief time. Lady Cord. As in... As in Cord, the God of Storms. The God. Yeah. <laughs> um. Help will not come to you so directly. But there is a path to be trod. I'm used to having to do things myself. You are. But your presence is... Strangely comforting, like, even though I barely remember that day, I feel like I, like when I saw you, I had always known you, even though I'd never seen you before, I don't understand. Where its head would be just sort of bows, like nods. Wordlessly. Um. I understand. What happened? Why? When I tore apart the ship, I... You was it me? Was it you? Was it the soul? I don't... Are you... You reached for so more than questions. you can handle, and his form begins to... Blow away in a howling wind. Um, at and least we'll call out. Please don't go. Until I see you again, child. Look for me above. I cannot always intervene, but I will be watching. And then that, the wind blows away. You see streaks of blue sky appearing between the clouds and shapes, and hear the rush of water again and <laughs> firm wood beneath your hands. At least goes <gasps> like she's. Like, gasping for air, like having just come out from swimming or something. And I just look down at my hands. Yeah, they are your warm brown turn. Is there any hint of, like, electricity or... You feel the familiar feeling you had, and you will it, and for a second, your hands 
like being stained in blue purple ink down to your forearms, washed with this coloration. I, I quickly undo the right arm wrap and just pull my sleeve up. It's gone down to about your elbow and then it dissipates back. And I just kind of reach up. Oh, sure, I can look over the side of the ship into the water. Can I see anything on my face? You see it receding off your face as well. And I turn around to see if anyone else has seen what just happened. Were any staring Did they see? <laughs> You'd see Elise there, sat down meditating for an hour, and then suddenly <gasps> wake up. Look at her hands, which you see do flash to this purplish blue, and then recede. Are you alright? Elise, keep us in the loop. I'm alright. You sure? Mm-hmm. Does that yes. happen a lot? With your skin? Changing colour? Um, it's been happening more since I got this. I'm still holding the yeah. cocaine focus, I assume. It's been happening more since I got this. But I, I don't think it's a bad thing. It doesn't hurt, it doesn't feel bad, it feels... I don't know how to describe it. As long as you're okay. As long as it doesn't hurt. Mm. It feels right. Hmm. What time of day is it? By now it's getting close to midday. Okay. <clears throat> I suppose we're just going to be continuing up this river, aren't we? Yeah. Like, mm. Unless we see anything worth stopping for. Mm. Mm. In that case, I would like to take a moment to go up to Renard. You mentioned that this led to a lake. Now that we've got this boat, how long do you think that would take? The wind stays like this, two to three days to the lake. Thank you. It's okay. So, you trying to get to the lake? It would have been nice, but if we can't get there in time, I'll make do. If you need us to stop anywhere, just let me know. I, it would be good to stop at some point, but I can I can take care of it once we stop. Just let me know. Thank you. You know it'd probably be easier to stop in the night as well, as you can't see in the dark. And there are occasional <laughs> like like rocks like poking like poking through. So were you to yes, but red <laughs> like, yeah, it would have to be like much more people staying up and like guiding through the night. Like that time is with me factoring in nights as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, I'm afraid I can't sail the ship through the night, so we'll have to stop anyway once it starts to get dark. Well, that works out then. Hashtag, can I see the moon? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would know internally that it's tonight. Yes, yeah, you know for certain it's tonight. For the sake of experience, are you doing anything over the rest of the day before night sets in and you slow down? Uh, uh, to converse. Uh, yes, at some point I would like to talk to Renard. <laughs> <laughs> I will be standing at the helm of the ship. Yeah. Bob I cannot pass. get away from any conversations, right? Questions. <laughs> some hat emerges. <laughs> yeah, some hat come up. <laughs> Boblum. Hi, Why buddy. Why you crouch behind him? <laughs> <laughs> <Get real wheel>. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, Bobby. So you see that Bobby kind of like, his eyes dim a little bit when you say that. 
Or he like kind of smiles. Like, oh, I haven't heard that that nickname in a long time. <sighs> um, so this is the first time I met a prince. That's very cool. <laughs> I'm still exactly who I was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And my grandparents are gonna be very impressed when I tell them I met a prince. <laughs> I always mention in all their stories. When I was a child. They did? Oh, just princes, princesses, dragons, stuff like that, you know? I used to read a lot of books about dragons. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Mm. But what? You don't seem particularly happy at being a prince, though. Like, whenever any of the others mention it, you kind of just drop. It's not that I'm not happy to speak about it, it's just that things have been rather stressful for a while. Mm. How come you didn't mention it to us before? I mean, it doesn't cha really change anything, cause I don't know what you would be a prince of anyway, only on my farm. I haven't known who to trust for a while. And I suppose there are some people I didn't want privy to the information. Mm. And um... <clears throat> I'm not too worried about the worried about the gods of Sanskrit, but the gods of Arrakis. I don't know what they'll do with the information. When you said this could have been an act of war, have we actually started? No, no, you, you haven't. I, I was somewhat bluffing. I'm not going to declare war on Arrakis. I don't know. I've never met a prince. I don't know how war works. <laughs> There hasn't been war for quite a long time, I'd like to keep it that way. Sounds like a good plan. When I said I'm looking for people, it's... I'm sorry that I told you it wasn't personal, but it somewhat is. I kind of sensed it was. Didn't want to push. It's okay, we all kind of keep things to ourselves, as we've learned. If I don't find them soon, there's going to be a lot of trouble, and then maybe mm -hmm. there will be some wars. Is there somebody in your family? And just doesn't answer you. It's okay, you don't have to tell me. But we will help you, okay? Yeah. I missed a good opportunity back there with the Lady of Turquoise to get information. And now I don't know where to start all over again. I mean, you said you didn't quite know who to trust. She didn't seem like the right kind of lady to trust anyway. I know. <laughs> Who's to say she wouldn't have used this information against you? Yes, that's why I didn't bring it up in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Lakeside uh, were, I don't know how it stands at the moment, allies in the past. I don't know whether they'd be able to help, but I think heading there is my best shot at the moment. We'll have your back. I'm starting to get that impression. Mom just smiles at you. And then I'll leave you to it, because I, I get the feeling you don't want to be bothered. I don't mind talking about it, I'm just not used to talking about it. It's been a while. What, talking about being a prince? A while, yeah. Huh. I always thought Prince talking about being a prince. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
We're not continuing the conversation. I'm just sort of like mulling that thought over and sharing. <laughs> but I've heard any of that sat on the mast. Oh, I'm at the opposite end of the oh, ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think pretty much it. Cassian would have probably heard that conversation. Stood directly behind me at the other. <laughs> Cassian is just ignoring everything right now, <laughs> looking at the water like. What should you speak to? Six people are disassociating. <laughs> my friends, guys, my friends. If you're good friends, you can disassociate with each other. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Is anyone else doing anything on the course of the day? Drawing and bag business. As ever. Yeah, I guess I would have been sketching and making notes on everything that has just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't see any other ships? Boats. Okay. Mm-hmm. You press on, course of the day, the sun reaches its peak and does bear down warm on the ship and you have to sort of dish out some rations and cheer everything up. You've got a plenty so you can pretty much have a feast. <laughs> Randall's so bored. Rations <laughs> <laughs> again, huh? <laughs> You're able to stop you bought so many of them. Yeah. Well, we got. I don't suppose anyone had the time to go and buy potions or potion ingredients, because that was something I was going to do mm. after I went back to the inn, which obviously yeah, that's where we were on our way to when mm. we got arrested. Immediately arrested. Mm. Well, I'm assuming somewhere like Lakeside would have. Yes. I mean, if we're stopping over for for the night anyway, I can just check inside the tree line and see if I can find anything for you to use. Oh, I don't mean for right now, I just mean as a precaution. I'm just, just in general, I can have a look then. I okay. can help you forage for some health potions ingredients. Sure, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I'll um, find a good spot to moor the boat then. And mm-hmm. We can yeah. stop for the night, if it's starting to get dark. Yeah, dusk yeah. is like, like setting in by this point. Um, does anyone need anything off the ship before we cork it? I feel like that would be the best thing to do. Would have been asleep on a ship. I mean, it's kind of just like sleep right down again. God, you really are a prince, aren't you? <laughs> See, this is one of the things that tipped me off. He doesn't want to sleep out in the wild. What fucking mercenary has such an issue with sleeping out in the wild? I don't know if you've ever met one. I've either. known plenty, <laughs> and trust me, he's not like any of the mercenaries. Can, can, can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was new at being a mercenary. I don't know. You sort of stay at being a mercenary. I'm a second for ships is better than ground, so... Thank you. I mean, I just thought it might be a bit of eye-catching in yeah. case anyone approached. We might catch... We'll just have to be extra we... careful on watch. Exactly, yes. we just have people on watch and... Okay. Yeah, we'll be fine. And you can do your... Alarm. Alarm thing. Um, how much of the ship would that cover? It's not that... What's the bigger. radio sign? Uh, one, two... Foot Thirty. Cube? Oh, sorry. Yeah, range is thirty foot, but it's a twenty foot cube. Twenty foot cube. Yeah, pretty much the whole foot, the whole thing. It was like seven meters. Oh, what's up? Time is it now? Did we say? Well, we're saying like now it's like dusk, so like like eight. Mm-hmm. Sunset. Yeah, as we stop and the others, if the others are going off to get potion, mm-hmm. yes, probably not. Start. Okay, so make a nature check. check with advantage. I do. Yeah, because you've got extra help. Yeah. 21. 21. Okay. Uh, it takes you about two hours. You come back with an armful of ingredients of plants that you mostly recognize. Some like weeds from by the river, um, a couple of berries out from trees that you're able to get. So you don't go too far into the tree line, only like 10 feet, but just going up and down, you're able to pull all sorts of things off roots and leaves and tubers and berries and sort of bring them down, <laughs> pop them down on the ship. 
we're able to begin preparing stuff up snipping leaves and crushing berries and like powdering roots and sort of toasting a couple of them with some like um, flame cantrips and peeling bark off and squeezing the pulp out and you begin preparing because I think it's what it's half a day to prepare one yeah yes. okay you have the ingredients for four potions worth okay. nice nice, nice. Yeah, between you together and you're sort of able to point out to Asher some of the things that um, you recognize that would make you like, Good constitutions for it. Mm. Okay. That feels real, real good having been in the forest again. Yeah. <laughs> He's on top of cloud nine right now. Like, yeah. It's a very different forest to what you're used to. Mm. Um, it is very much alive. <coughs> there's, mm-hmm. there's like water still dripping off stuff. Um, with a fair amount of like vines coming off things, oh. and a lot of the ground is this sort of mulchy mass of decades of leaves and branch and soil, and it's very spongy and does sort of like almost bounce to you. After two days of bad city time, he's like, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah! And you see a changeling running across the no. trees. <laughs> um, are, there, are there like tall climbable trees near yeah, where we've stopped definitely. the ship? Yeah. So I would uh, walk the perimeter of the ship and I'm like holding the research journal in my hand and tracing a line of static through the air as I walk around. Cool, and then cool. this like wall of static electricity kind of just <laughs> And that's the cool of the cool. alarm. Yeah. Cool. Is everyone still? Is everyone back or like? All, all Ren is doing is like neurotically checking all the lines to secure, <laughs> and then going to sit at the bow of the ship by himself. Yeah. I'm gonna hop off the ship and walk a little ways up where I can still see everything, mm-hmm. and just take my boots off and roll up my trousers and just dip my feet in the river for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Just kind of sit there and have a little think to myself, mm-hmm. and just sort of mutter like. We should have a chat again soon. I quite miss your company at the moment. But maybe not right now. You feel the lingering remains of like a hand on your shoulder and a whisper and I like that. Um who got a seashell necklace? Okay. Yeah, you gave me one before yeah. we started filming? Yeah. We have in yeah. Session zero. Session baby. Mm-hmm. Swear you hear a few just musical notes. Coming from it, <laughs> put it to your ear, and <laughs> maybe it's the sound of the sea, or but it sounds hello. It almost sounds like um, like harmonious melody, You're being sung notes. Why don't I whistle it? Like try and catch the tune of it and whistle it myself. Yeah, you're able to replicate the melody in a bar or two passes, and you hear it repeated softly on the wind once more. Or nothing else. Everyone <laughs> 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 just so Astro pick up the shell and like start whistling to it. Because <laughs> he didn't hear any of this. So he was like, yeah. mm, you do you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we were walkie talkies. Breaker, breaker. Who needs the message catcher? <laughs> So these two um, returned to the ship after about two hours. I would have, um, like, after I'd immediately cast the alarm spell, I've been thinking, like, thinking of the names Shakrava and Lady Cord in my head. Do mm-hmm. I know anything about that? You've heard the name Cord before, of the god of storms and battle. How familiar am I with it? Make a religion check. Not very. Um, so that's a six plus. Uh, 
I think it's a two. Uh, yeah, so an eight. Overall. You know there's like an association with lightning and storms. Uh, yeah, martial combat, we don't really know too much beyond that. Yeah. It's not really something you've paid much mind to. I will go up to Ren. <laughs> He's trapped. Left yeah. Get him. Hey. Hi. Are you... Are you annoyed with me? Annoyed with you? Why would I be annoyed with you? Because I kind of... That's my fault. I kind of kicked out of Sunscreen and I know you were looking for information and... I wouldn't say I'm annoyed with you. I'm just starting to feel the weight of things that I haven't done and the time ticking away. That's fair. I wish we didn't have to stop in the dark, but it's fine. Well, if we hadn't found this thing, we'd still know much longer it would take. Yes, that would be much, much worse. Um, completely unrelated, I had a question for you. Yeah. I've, uh, I know that you pray and you're, like, religious, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about Lady Cord? Some things. Make a religion check. My other D&D character is, like, smashing the <laughs> phone wall right now, like, ASK ME! <laughs> I wish. Uh, 21. 21, oh, okay. You know. You've seen many depictions of the Lady Cord, a blue-grey-skinned woman with like long flowing black hair, sometimes pictured with two, some with four arms, sometimes with six, each bearing different weapons, always clad in this um, blue-black armour, often standing on battlefields and mm, occasionally in some depictions which you don't spend too much time on, on like piles of bodies. Like, standing victorious and glorious, um, always wearing this crested helmet of um, of like black horse hair, two stubby uh, horns coming out of the top of her head, and many of her weapons bearing motifs of lightning and the storm, like a, like a lightning-headed spear or javelin or sword made of pure lightning, often wreathed in storm clouds and using the storm as a weapon as a cloak as a method of travel absolute wife yeah. absolute oh big wife <laughs> big wife so energy. she has enough hands <laughs> yeah wife <laughs> <She has enough. laughs> so i say to um, each of us yeah i say to elise oh that she's not one of the gods that i worship so i don't know that much and i recount all of that mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like you have a crush imagine if he, if he knew more <laughs> she's in what you know of her, uh, she's stoic, she's wise, she's firm, um, she doesn't take shit, um, is often depicted in the art and stories you, all, you heard of her. Friends of hand. Like leading con- conquering armies and armies and generals will pray to her and sailors who are going through particularly stormy weather will pray to her to um, essentially like watch over them and look after them. It's a tradition when there's like long ocean faring voyages and you're going through a storm. If you organize like a not a duel but essentially like a brawl on your ship, maybe she'll part the lightning for you if she enjoys what's going on on your ship. <laughs> if you have like a melee going on, like, like, like an organized like fight, just 
the same as <coughs> maybe just getting some aggression out on each other, throwing a couple punches and roughhousing. <laughs> <Not nothing more. laughs> <laughs> also, recount all of this. That's a way to earn her um, favour. Oh yeah, so I, I, I tell you about this somewhat with, like, slightly nostalgic look in my eye, and as I'm talking, I'm like fiddling with something around my neck under my shirt. Um, and just telling you all about this. At least we'll remember this. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Oh wow, she sounds really cool. I'm a fan. Okay, you trying to work? You're trying to work. work. Me too, and I just found out. Of course. Is there something specific you wanted to know? So is she... Is she someone that would be a temple to? Somewhere? Is this only have a temple for a lakeside? Very likely. Very likely. With you know that Lakeside is almost entirely built on fishing. And the lake itself is huge. Mm -hmm. the, way bigger than the lagoon that house Sanskara. And there are hundreds of thousands of people all around the lake who fish on the lake and make their industry from that. So very likely that like storms will manifest there and people will have to pray to her yeah. to keep them safe. As a, a sailing trade town, I'd say it's extremely likely they have a big temple there for court. At least his eyes kind of light up for a moment. You suddenly seem particularly interested in religion. Uh, something from my research. Miss stealing from the religious offering. He <laughs> <laughs> never let that one go. Those people weren't using the money. What do you think gods really care about? Like two gold coins? It's mm. about the gods. Make another religion check, by the way. Because when you were yeah. talking about her dominion over the sea. Uh, Twelve. Okay, you remember... Two other gods, well, yeah, not remember, but one of them you know for certain. Melora is concerned with the sort of nature of the sea, like, like the wildlife of the sea. Uh, Cord is concerned with the like the threat of the sea, yeah. of the Tempest. And Avandra, sort of periphery, is concerned with travel over sea. Mm -hmm. um, many wives. Many, I, many <laughs> sea wives. I briefly prefer this to you as well. Just that Cord is not the only uh, like god and goddess of travel in the ocean. Mm. Do I know, have I seen Ren pray to Melora specifically, or would I not know I've that? seen Ren pray. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Thank you. No problem. And she pulls out her journal and starts like scribbling or something like that. Um, and by the way, I don't normally make a habit of just taking money out of offering baskets. I had no money when I met you, so, you know, just to clear that up. It's fine, just, when you're gonna steal, please don't steal from the poorest part of town. I didn't know that. They weren't using the money though, I was just gonna sit there. It would probably go to the, to the temple. Is that how it works? It can be. Okay, well now I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Growth>. <laughs> um, I don't mind you stealing from the rich so much. <laughs> well then. Um, <laughs> In that case, pop up, yeah. Are you okay with travelling with me still? I have to ask. Well, yes. I, I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be. Okay. 
as long as you're going to have our backs the same way we had yours, then... Yes. I, uh... There's nothing to worry about, is there? No. I, um... I don't have a problem with you being a so-called thief, at least. It sounds very much like you did steal your arcane focus, but, um, I mean, people who collect artifacts have a long history through the ages of stealing them to collect them, don't they? So, I believe you did it. Hold up his three. We're all English. I have some concerns about the manner in which you stole it. I have no idea how you did, but what sort of reception that might receive us in Arrakis. The problem is that I don't either. I was getting that impression. They were allies of mine, but I'm not sure how well that will stand now that, well, <laughs> after all that. Hmm. Um, sorry, I guess I... We will cross that river. Yeah, mm. and you know, hopefully, I don't know. Mm. But, um, I, I know that you all think I probably have just been trying to get away from you and just doing my own thing, but I'm I'm used to working in a team. I've been doing it my entire life. My survival has depended on it. I know how. I'm just used to working with a very particular group of people who know each other inside and out, and working with people who I barely know is very different. I've been trying. I hope you can see that. I can. I've seen that we do good teamwork, all of us. We do. Just allow yourself to be more open to being a team with us moving forward, seeing as that's what we seem to be stuck on doing now. Yeah, so stuck with us. Certainly so. Your Highness. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> My liege. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> I would hit you back. I'm not about hitting a prince. That's fine. <laughs> At least you're being worried about that. Are, is anyone else doing anything before night fully sets in? If I see Saril at any point, I'm shooting her a cursory glance and then going back to my business. <laughs> I would like to have meditated a bit. Okay, okay. Where are you going? You're on the ship or off the Just, ship? Um, we've like we've stopped. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're moored up. Okay. Um, in that case, I will get off the ship and mm. like don't go too massively far away from it, but like a little bit away from it. So like keeping it within eyesight? Yeah. So what, like like 50 meters away? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Alright. You sit down, you wait an hour or so and meditate and breathe and find the rhythm of the water and the moon within you and the comforting sounds of the forest and wildlife at night begin to set in in the distance of owls and howls of canines and things <coughs> creeping closer around you and what do you do for your ritual? The clouds part and the silvery light of the moon reflects over the water. It's almost perfectly framed 
if you're looking up the river and you can see it coming sort of between the trees. What sort of time is it? So now, like like, yeah, like 10. Okay. Um, after sort of spending some time just sort of acclimatizing to the area, I suppose, meditating, just calming. Um, I'd like to first of all try and perceive if there's anyone watching me. Okay, make a perception check. Can I perceive? Six. Six, okay. You look around, definitely no one followed you. On the bank of the river isn't as far as you can see, no one there, and fairly sure you don't hear anyone behind you. There is the sound of wildlife, so you have a few minutes and a little lizard will just <laughs> pop up and perches next to you for a bit, but leaves you alone enough to do three minutes. You can stay if you like. <laughs> and he looks quizzically at you and he shuffles a bit away and sort of by the river, just sort of looking up at you occasionally. After a few minutes, it stands up on two legs and sprints <laughs> the surface of the water. Its legs sort of coming out of these like flappy angles, and you watch it disappear off into the dark. You did not realise it could do that. And it just runs across the surface of the water. You're very talented. <laughs> <laughs> you sense it might be out of Lizards can actually do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't expect that one to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to square up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes, like... <laughs> yeah. You can say, won't. <laughs> Good offer. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so she'll have had, she'll have taken her bag and her scarf with her, which mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever described. It's um, sort of four feet long, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of a silver birch wood. Yeah. Um, with a sort of purpley pink, sort of misty crystal at the top of it. Cool. Um, so she's going to take a few things out of her bag. She takes um, a few little sort of stubs of incense. Mm-hmm. Lights them. It sort of starts to give off a sort of soporific kind of smell. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of heady and yeah. like lavendery. Mm-hmm. Um, and a small pouch of white pebbles mm-hmm. which she opens up and lays out. They're all sort of varying sizes, so she puts them in yeah. sort of size order in front of her. Um, and says in a language which only some people here can understand. I don't know if anyone's secretly watching me. Um, she says, On this night, we honour thee. On this night, we pledge to thee. On this night, as all night, we cherish thee. She takes off her shoes and like rolls her trousers up. So you can see like the scars around her ankles and like going up towards her knees. Um, and walks out into the water. You wade out, and the water is cold, biting but refreshing. Yeah. Still, by this point with how far you go up the river, it has slowed considerably. I mean, still enough for there to be a current, but it doesn't drag you under anything. You step out to your ankles, and how far deep out do you go? Like, not too far out, like, yeah. not too far away from it's the like knee height, or like... About less. knee height, yeah. Okay, okay. You step out and feel the water like pushing yeah. past you, and you feel the connection between water and the moon and yourself and this sort of trifecta this balance through harmony which is reflected in you mm-hmm. so this harmony through nature 
to reflector three. As she's walking and she's carrying her staff with her, mm -hmm. um, as she walks, little luminous white flowers sort of appear on the surface of the water. Yeah. Like like lily pads like opening up or? Smaller than that, kind of like jasmine flowers. Yeah. Sort of like luminous in the moonlight. Mm -hmm. And again, if anyone's watching, don't know if they are, starts singing in mm -hmm. a language which no one will understand. Mm -hmm. um, it's like the sort of silvery peal of bells, sort of like resonating over the water. Yeah. And it's as if once she does start singing, it's like more than one voice is singing. Yeah. And even when you take a break in singing, it echoes on for a few bars, not a distinct carbon copy of what you're saying, but mirroring, yeah. almost forwarding. Yeah. It's also as if she's not singing the main melody. Mm -hmm. It's like she's singing a harmony to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. As she's singing, she's sort of moving her staff over the water in like various mm -hmm. symbols and like twirling it in the water. Mm -hmm. Like she's sort of almost dance, I suppose. Yeah. Like on the surface of the water, like tracing out circular patterns as she's singing it. Yeah. It sort of goes on like that for maybe 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Complete your ritual. These steps that you know and feel this tug and this connection to the moon and to Sahanin, Saloon, the moon mother, looking out over you and basking that silvery light. This is a familiar feeling. Yeah. And then you feel almost like this tug to the moon pull away and it pulls from the moon. And you feel your head almost guided the side to the bank and into the wood a strong tuck and nothing and then exactly where you're looking out cutting through the silence this oh! you feel a call towards it she's gonna sort of dart her head in that direction okay the head snaps to the side and mm, the hunt is on what do you do? Oh. I'd say, never done this before. You don't hear anything response, but just this pull into the woods and oh! Again. I'd like to come out of the water. You step out of the water, put drifting my, off behind you. Put my stuff back in the bag. Mm -hmm. And I will wild shape into a wolf. You shift this huge silvery timber wall standing on the banks of the river. What do you do? How back? It echoes. Yours. And then. Two, three, back. You're going to start moving in that direction? Okay, okay. Make a survival check with advantage. With advantage? Yeah. 24! 24, okay, nat 20. 20. Nice! Okay, okay. You lift your snout to the sky, and as the breeze blows out the trees over the river towards you, you, you pick up on the scent of three more wolves. Prey. You burst out of the bank into the tree line, the branches and trees and bushes breaking apart through you as you do. You're going to be careening through, your, uh, your paws barely more than padding on the ground. You're silent, you are death, you are the hunt, stalking through the night, 
it's almost as if some of the branches like curl away from you with the wind as you move through. You 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 skid. You stop for a second. You, you you pick the track up again, and you're running for about five minutes, seven minutes. You feel the smell getting closer. A howl again. Cuts off. You hear. You're not far. You push through the dense foliage. You find. Actually, yeah, make an investigation check. Fifteen. Okay, okay. You, you push through shattered, um, shattered logs and trees, and the leaves all pushed to one side. You sniff. Blood marks. Scraps of fur on thorns in the trees and torn off. That wolf howl being cut off. Is there any indication that it could have been like this? Blood, fur everywhere could have been from a wolf. You give the blood a smell. Mm -hmm. It's definitely from a wolf, but you realise that it's not the wolf you're tracking. Gonna follow it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you follow and opens up onto almost a small sort of path and where uh, where there would be a sort of small clearing. Sticks strewn everywhere and gouges in the mud. Clearly signs of a struggle. You look around on the sides of trees, smears of blood. Is it still leading anywhere in particular, or does it? It doesn't seem to go any further than this. It seems like there's been marks of a fight and a scuffle. Um, when there was the howling going on, could I understand like any particular like words being said, or just not like really, just an no. intent? Mm -hmm. Yeah, not really either. Okay. Just just a call. Okay. Gonna howl again. Mm -hmm. Echoes out into the night. No response. You feel something drip onto the back of your neck before something comes from behind. I, I don't know if this counts for me being in wild shape, but I have a feat that means I cannot be surprised if I am conscious. Okay, I'll say that counts. I'll say that counts. <laughs> you turn just in time to see a stinger arc through the air where the back of your neck was, looking up this bulbous swollen body and eight enormous legs curling round, pulling down from a tree on a sinewy silvery wire, a cluster of eyes misshapen and yellow so, uh, at, the, uh, at the head of this colossal spider. Okay? I'd like you to roll this dick. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh. Fifteen. Okay, yeah, you're going first. Okay, you duck out of the way and snarl this, <laughs> this behemoth of a spider. There's a ragnarok sort of dangling down next to you. Is there any indication that the wolves I heard before are anywhere near? As you look up, you see the remains of one strewn across a tree branch. In, like, with a decent sized chunk taken out of it, pretty much and like the start of webbing being woven around it. Um, I'm gonna bite it. Nice. Oh, fuck, six. Six, okay, you snap it, it's able to um, like reels back up out of the way. Mm -hmm. It reels back up and sort of aims its abdomen at you. Okay. 
this silvery white liquid shoots out and hits you, binding your limbs together. It's all like glue, okay? You are restrained. You can get out of it by making a strength check. How's your action? I will do that. Okay. Is it done with its turn? Like it's not going to. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, it's like gone further up the um, further up the tree, like like about like five, sorry, further up its webbing, okay. about five feet. Four. Four. Okay. And you try and get out of it, but in this form, you're bound. It's it's difficult to get out. Okay. Okay. It sees you, sees you struggling. You sort of scuttles across the trees, and you lose sight of it where you're at. It, you. You detect something poof, dropping to the ground behind you. So, what's your AC as a wolf? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. You feel two fangs sink into your hindquarters. Fuck. You take seven points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, can you make a Constitution saving throw? Oh my god. Six. Body system. Okay. Take. You take 11 more points of poison damage. I am sorry, again. Okay. You, with the pain course through you, and, oh, the poison spreads through. It hurts too much to keep up the form of the wolf. Okay. You find yourself crouched on the floor, your staff in your hand, your teeth not fully lengthened to the point of primal savagery, but pointed and all your senses on fire. I'll say you're not restrained anymore as you shift and it falls down. But now you are crouched in front of it. Misty Step is a bonus action. Scream <coughs> for your friends. We're too far away. We're so far away. I was running for like seven minutes. Oh, can I cast Moonbeam on it? Yes, you can. They can be like, I will cast Moonbeam on it. Okay. It's uh, a deck save, yeah? Uh, constitution. Constitution. Okay. You reach out to um, to the moon, your staff raised up to the sky, and the clouds part. This burning pillar of silvery white light, stronger and more intense than you have ever seen it. Okay, roll damage. Roll an extra d. Roll an extra damage dice onto it. Roll. Oh. Um. So it's two plus. Fifteen. Plus Nineteen. Right Nineteen. Okay. It's a <laughs> this horrible scream. Is it? <laughs> skitters away and back slightly up on the trees. You see now the true like the monstrosity of its face, just clusters of eyes uneven as all perched around its head. These huge two glittering fangs coming out, shining in the moonlight. Okay, it rears back, its abdomen comes forward and shoots another gust of um, uh, webbing at you. You ever duck out of the way and it sticks to the tree behind you. Okay, it climbs up the tree. Away from the movie, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, this pillar of bright silvery light is just illuminating the entire place. The bells, this peeling that you heard from before, echoing in the back of your mind, you can swear it's coming through the trees. It's looking fairly rough. How far away is it? Like 15 feet. 10 away, 5 up. So, 12, I guess. Can I cast Ice Knife? Yes, you can. Oh, please. Please, God. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> please, Moon. Please, Moon. I'll say as I'm doing it. Please grant me your grace this time. Eleven. Eleven. Just 
Fuck! Shoots past it. Ice knife sticking out of the tree. Ice knife. Ice knife. <laughs> it's not a nice knife. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you doing anything else for action? Are you moving? Are you doing? Uh, I don't have any bonus actions I can use. Mm-hmm. Okay. If climbs up into the tree. Okay. Um. Okay. You lose sight of it for a second. You can make perception checks. Try and find it. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll try and see where it is. Uh, 18. 18! You, it takes you a second, but you see eight points of glimmering yellow just literally reflected off from the pillar of moonlight. I'm gonna try the ice knife again. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm gonna use another ice knife. Ice knife, ice knife, ice knife. Oh, six! Six, okay. You cast it out, but it's retreating into the darkness as it goes. The spell is not your friend. It's really not! Sorry. Fuck. Okay. Okay. You wait around three, four seconds. All you hear is boom, 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 boom. What's your AC? 11. Okay. Look to your left, to your right back and it's right there next to you and two fangs sink into your shoulder. Okay, you take four points of piercing damage and can you make another constitution saving throw? Get out there! We'll die alone in the forest. Four! Oh, hang on, that's four points of piercing. Yeah. Yep. Two points of poison damage. Okay. This is so tense. <laughs> um, go away. Go away! Uh, can I move the moonbeam? Okay, so another constitution saving throw, yeah? Yes. That's a failure, roll damage. Uh, how many dice for this one? Normal dice. Normal dice. Eight. You have the floor. I got my Oh my god. You stand panting, your heart beating, your heart burning like this drum, this fire inside you. You look out and it you call down the wrath of the moon maiden again. And where it is, it angles and burns the spider where it is, its legs curling in it. Shrieking and cracking as it does, its legs split and its actual abdomen bursting. Crumples to the ground. This thing probably five, six feet wide. It's what it deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck! Spider guys! Spider in the moonlight! The beam of moonlight opens and slappens out into like a wall and just washes over you. The hunt is done. Just sort of look up towards. And can I see the moon from where I am, or are there yeah, too, yeah, many, very too much, much tree cover? Very much so. It's like looking. You're in a little clearing. <sighs> Tell me this was for a purpose. The breeze washes over you, and you feel a sense of reassurance, but nothing verbal. Or... Um. You get a sense that something might happen like this again in a month. Not this necessarily, but <laughs> the call of the hunt. Uh, can I do any sort of nature check? 
to see because you said there was more than one howling going on. Yeah. yeah. To see whether there would be any other signs of any other wolves. I'd say you wouldn't even need to. You look up, and in the bow of the trees, there are three which have clearly been killed, brought up. You look around, and you see five or six, like pods almost, like five, six feet, wrapped up in this silvery sort of wire, this thread, just dangling (laughs) from the trees, like stark reminders of mortality. Mm -hmm. Um. One of the branches, Weakened by the moonbeam burning through it, groans and snaps. The pod falling to the ground, sort of spilling and tearing out. You see a glint of something within. Gonna open it up. Okay. You pull it open, and this wave of sort of decay and mulch comes out. Distinctly humanoid shape. You see a skeleton within, all the flesh just turned to mulch and dissolved, but a few items sort of roll out. The first thing that catches your eye, this fine silver-bladed ivory-handled sickle with beautiful sculptures sculptures carved into it. The other thing, as the, the remains of the corpse roll out, this cloak sort of falls out, this shimmering blue-gray material comes out of this, like, uh, this pod. Hmm. Can I sort of inspect it, see if it's empty? Yeah, you feel it and it's it's rough, it's leathery. You run your hands down it one way and it's smooth, almost like um, like oil skin, almost. You run your hand the other way and it's like sandpaper. Like tiny, tiny, like rows and rows of tiny microscopic little teeth which brush up against you, you can't really run your hand that way. You put your hand in to the muck and just pull it out shake it off and the ichor just sloughs off it, leaving it completely clean and unscarred. It's a cloak with a hood, it's blue shifting down to grey, and you see that the hood comes over and almost looks like it has markings of eyes on it. It looks almost kind of like a half poncho. Mm -hmm. Down the back there's Almost like the marking of what seems like a fin, maybe. <sighs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes to like a poncho shape. So if you were to like put it on, it would like come down like that, almost like wings. At the at where the the wings meet, it curves down into like a thin, narrow tail for like. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I'm gonna put it on. You put it on. It shrinks about four or five inches. To your side, to your size. Does it do anything? <laughs> Immediately, no. Okay. But you, you feel that there's more to this cloak than meets the eye. Okay. I'll take that and the sickle then, and sort of look up once again at the wolves. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help you. I'm sorry. You understand that this is nothing more than the natural order of life. There's nothing evil here. No. But they were prey, and that was predator, and that was prey, and you were predator. You understand that the circle of nature and the circle of moon are yeah. just the same thing. Yeah, mm. I understand that. Mm. It feels a personal connection. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, yeah. If there's nothing else of note here, I will start making my way back. Yeah. yeah. You know, that if you leave the wolves here, they'll be given to the jungle. 
you calmly walk yeah. back. It takes you a considerable amount longer. You emerge at the banks. The five of you see the silhouette of Sariel. The silhouette's slightly altered, with this cape across her shoulders and down her back, and something glinting at her side. In one hand, a staff in the other. I think that's where we're on tonight. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy <laughs> shit, Sarah! Oh my god! Um, it looks so freaking rad. What is it though? Well, I okay. know it is. Ah, so that is. Actually, yeah, I'll let you identify that. I'll let you identify that. That was amazing, Jenny. What an episode! Thank you so much. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. That is exactly what we needed, Mr. Mr. Spider. Bad Spider. Bad Spider. You had us on the edge there. <laughs> I was like, how can we help from so far? Yeah. Oh, one-on-one one -on -one encounters are my fucking fate. Not mine. You did it. Well done. Defeat a spider. Defeat a spider. Spider. Now you can kill all the Thank spiders. you for our boat. <laughs> you're welcome. What are you going to name it? Bodie McBoatface. Good idea. On that note, thank you all so much. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thank, thank you for being part of our story. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. bye. Hello saplings, it's Astra. Thank you for watching this week's episode of Life at the Party. Our journey continues downriver, and who can say what we'll encounter on our way to Lakeside. Channel memberships are now active on our YouTube, which you can find by looking for the join button under the episode and all future videos. We've got loads of great rewards available for members, like custom emojis for our live premieres, bloopers, and behind the scenes vlogs. The Discord is still available too, through our ongoing Indiegogo campaign. We'd love to chat with you, so come and talk with us all week long. As always, thank you so very much to our executive producers, Emily Hogarth, Caitlin Ferguson, Alexandra Johnson, and Leah Moran. Until next time, shine bright, and we'll see you on Wednesday.